0: This is the Game Day on Rocky Top Podcast. I'm Joel Hollingsworth, and I'm with Will Shelton this evening. How you doing, Will?
1: I'm doing great, man. This is the best time of year. How are you?
0: This is the best time of year. I'm, I'm very well. I wanted to ask you one question. What is the last thing that you ate?
1: What is the last thing that I ate? The last thing uh, that I you ate. S- I had some frozen grapes uh, about five minutes ago They were really good.
0: You know, frozen grapes are really uh, under underappreciated. Because grapes are good by themselves, but you you, yes. you
1: freeze those babies? Mm, good stuff. Yes, they're very good. I, I broke a tooth off on a frozen grape once where I had a cavity and I didn't realize it. So the fact that I still eat them despite a catastrophic event in my mouth uh, about 10 years ago on a frozen <laughs> grape is is the best advertisement I can give, best endorsement I can give to frozen grapes.
0: Very good. I, are you uh, with the uh, red grape uh, persuasion or the, the white
1: slash green I don't do the white slash green frozen. I like. I prefer the white slash green uh, on the uh, unfrozen grape. But for a good frozen grape, you need the red. Okay. Is my opinion.
0: All right. Well, that's like just like your opinion, man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So uh, Vol stuff. Um, I wanted to ask. Uh, this is going to be a quickie podcast. Uh, so I wanted to ask what you thought your – um most uh realistic expectation for the upcoming West Virginia game is and if that doesn't make sense let me explain mine real quick um I think that after I looked at the stats um that uh I think the, the 10 or the nine and a half to ten and a half line is maybe a little bit high uh, I know that if you're just looking at stats from last year you got real problems uh because you know that was last year um but uh i think we're going to be a little bit better um and i think west virginia is going to be a little bit better because their stats are based on three games without will greer Um, but on balance i think that it's not going to be that much different or i I don't have a lot of reason uh to to think that it's going to be a lot different so my stats machine says uh between three and four okay so my most realistic Uh, Expectation for the game is that West Virginia wins by three or four. But I also think that because they're so powerful on offense and especially in the passing game, that if they identify a weakness uh, and exploit it over and over again, they could run away with it. So that's my second most uh, realistic expectation. Uh, But because it's uh, only three or four points, uh, I also think that Tennessee could actually steal a close one too. So my top three. Uh, in sort of uh, expectations for the game. Least surprising outcomes uh, is that West Virginia wins by three or four, one, two, that they run away with it, and three, that Tennessee pulls out a close one. So those are my three. What, what would be your top one, and uh, what are sort of your backup plans as far as
1: expected outcomes? All right, let me give it to you with a, a little less data there. Um, here, the, the outcome I expect most is we come out of the West Virginia game thinking Tennessee is going to have an opportunity to beat Florida, okay. whether that is via, you know, certainly if we beat West Virginia, I think we're going to have no problem thinking we can beat Florida. But I, I expect Tennessee. I just think it's a good goal for this game. I expect Tennessee to play well enough that we come out of this thing thinking, all right, in a couple of weeks, we can give this thing a, a run for its money. Uh, against a, a little lighter competition at home, et cetera, et cetera. So I think that's, uh, I think that's number one. I, I will say on the, on the stats front, uh, the updated S and P rankings, Bill Connolly at SB nation uh, also have West Virginia down to like four and a half. Oh, cool. uh, that's, that's a big jump from 10. Ten- Tennessee got a boost from uh, I'm guessing here. I, I know they got a boost. I'm guessing the boost comes from Brandon Kennedy's insertion as a transfer yep. Uh some of who West Virginia lost, uh, those kinds of things. So, uh, and foot and mouth was, disease, that's got to be worth <laughs> right, a couple of points. Right, right, that's worth at least two-tenths of a point. So, um, you know, uh, that is encouraging uh, to me. I, I said this on the radio on Friday. When, you, when we trot out there, hey, none of the advanced statistical models like West Virginia as much as the eye test you have to remember, first of all, the eye test loves West Virginia because they're so much fun to watch. You know, like, yeah. of course we love West – like, they're super fun to watch. So, yeah, they're naturally going to be overrated in that sense. But, two, if you're going to throw advanced stats in the mix, yes, advanced stats don't like West Virginia as much as human polls in the eye tests do, but advanced stats really hate Tennessee. So, like, <laughs> you know, you have, to, you have to kind of balance those things out because what's going into those advanced stats is – all those games last fall that Tennessee played that we didn't care about the outcome after South Carolina, but the computers don't care that we had moved on from Butch Jones and were more worried about our head coach. They're using all that data to say, hey, Tennessee was terrible, yep. uh, and all that's going in the machine. So you you got to kind of take both sides of that. So uh, I, I think I I would expect Tennessee to to play uh, well enough that we feel good about Florida. I would, I would still <laughs> – I don't know if I'm just getting old or what it is, but like this is the first year where well, I've still got six days here, but I haven't added on a win. Like I've, I've thought we were six and six in April, and this is August twenty sixth, and I think we're probably six and six. So I'm 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 I've been about three out of ten on West Virginia, which is to say, I think if they play it ten times, I think we win three. Maybe we win three and a half. Um, and I I think you take those on, you know, like that's that's thought I'm, I'm happy to uh, you know because if you're taking three and a half that's essentially saying if we play it three times we win one so uh, you know I, I think that's a that's a good spot for Tennessee to be in so I, I would say uh, we we can't we can't talk ourselves into so much here where we get disappointed with a, a good performance in this game if it doesn't end up in, in victory um, but I will say there's just a nice little you know a, there, it, it would be a lot of fun to win on Saturday. Uh, it would be a nice, cozy little you know, victory without any, any attachments of, yeah, but, or, well, we won this game, but we've already lost these three others that we shouldn't have lost, or, or that sort of stuff. So uh, I, I think those two things for sure. And then I, I think just um, we will learn a lot about, I think, Tennessee's relative strengths and, and some of their relative weaknesses. For instance, if Tennessee really wants to run the ball 60, 65 times in this game and just line it up and go, they, you know, they're going to have opportunities to do that against West Virginia that they won't against Florida. How many times will they actually just say, you know what, let's just line up and go. Let's go right at them and see if they can stop it. If Tennessee is legitimately bad in the passing game here uh, and they just can't cover West Virginia man to man, they can't get pressure on the quarterback, that sort of stuff. I think that's a that's a relative weakness, but it may not be an overall weakness because we're we're not going to see this sort of passing game again for a while. So even if you know on, on the one hand, if Tennessee runs for like 450 yards, I don't know that that means that we'll run for 450 yards against Florida. You know? Yeah. And if we get housed in the passing game, and we think, oh no, Elante Taylor's terrible and all this other stuff, I, I don't know that that means that he actually is. It may just mean West Virginia's is really good. So there will be – even if Tennessee wins and rolls via the ground game, that may not be a, a huge sign of things to come. And if West Virginia rolls and, and rolls us up through the air, that may not be a huge sign of things to come. So I, I think there are – there's just a lot of unique qualities about this particular game where, you know, winning or losing you, – you never want to do it with the first game anyway, but I think winning or losing, you don't want to lean too much on it. So I think those are kind of – I don't know if that answers your question, but those are kind of the three things I think the most. Tennessee's going to play well enough that we come out of it feeling good about our chances against Florida. I would I would say Tennessee wins this game three three out of ten times, uh, and I think we may see some relative strengths and some relative weaknesses, but I wouldn't put too much stock in that uh, you know, going forward from here.
0: Yeah, I was going to ask um... – Although I think you just answered it, but maybe a little uh, more ambiguously. So let let me uh, let let me ask the go ahead and ask the second question, which which was going to be suppose that Tennessee only loses by three or four, or that maybe even they win. Um, what sort of impact does that have on the rest of the season? I, I know you just said you don't want to put too much stock in the one game. Um, you don't know that it might. Uh, mean anything against Florida, but th- does it change your uh, overall expectation for the entire season uh, very much? Does it, does it just the sort of general feel of confidence, does, does that do anything for you the rest of the season?
1: I think it, uh, it would do a couple of things. If Tennessee wins, first of all, um, winning against West Virginia creates the expectation that you will go to a bowl game. It, it, yeah. it would move from the hope to the expectation for one reason, because you're already one and O at that point, you've got one, you know, you're going to get three uh, against ETSU, UTEP and and Charlotte. So that's four. Now you're just talking about, okay, if we can beat Kentucky and Vanderbilt, we're, we're six and six, you know? So uh, if, if Tennessee beats West Virginia, then the expectation becomes going to a bowl game. And if you, I mean, can you can you beat West
0: Virginia, it. you think you should be able to beat Vandy and Kentucky, right?
1: Yeah. I mean, that would be really disappointing, right? Barring catastrophic injuries, which Lord knows we've seen them, but that would be really disappointing to beat West Virginia and still finish five and seven. I mean, something, something really bad, uh, has, has to happen there. That would mean one and seven in the sec. Uh, if, if, or some sort of unforeseen disaster against UTEP or Charlotte or ETSU, uh, if you beat West Virginia and don't go to a bowl, you're, you're one and seven in the sec. So that's, that's no good. Uh, you know, We should just set a a piece aside here to say, if if Tennessee wins again, like I say, it it would be the sort of celebration that we haven't seen around here in, in the Florida win in 2016 would certainly be bigger. The Georgia win the way it ended bigger. But I I think you'd have to go back to Butch's first year against South Carolina to find the sort of a win like that, that made you say like, Hey, this is going to work you know, um, before there were strings attached to it or negative perceptions or anything like that. So just a sort of win that you could totally enjoy without having <laughs> to, to, you know, factor in all the other stuff. It's yeah. It's been a minute uh, for that. And so you got to go back to, to Butch's first year against South Carolina, which ultimately didn't stand up. Kiffin against Georgia that first year uh, ultimately didn't stand up because Kiffin left. Um, you know, it's, it's, it's been a long time since something like that. Right. Uh, and you could still have, uh, again, I've made this point several times to people, Kirby Smart, they beat North Carolina in week one in his first year in Atlanta. It was a huge win. It was not a pretty game, but it was a big sort of initial win for them. That North Carolina team is not as good as this West Virginia team at all. But winning that game helped them manage losing to Vanderbilt later in the year. Um, that was part of, part of the process. They were seven and five, you know, but they got that first one, they, they got off of that momentum. So, um, you know, Georgia hasn't been through nearly what we've been through the last 10 years. So there, there would be a whole separate thing there, uh, that, that winning would do. Um, but I do think this too, about playing close, um, this, this, uh, it, it feels a little bit to me, like the 2014 Oklahoma game at Oklahoma where I think Tennessee was like a 19 point underdog in that game or something like that and actually lost by 24. It was a late score, uh, that, that made it, you know, 34 to 10. But I, I remember most of us coming out of that game, feeling all right about ourselves. You know, Tennessee was competitive in that game for about three quarters. Uh, there was, a, there was a costly, there was a drop or an interception in the end zone in that game, uh, that I don't, I don't, Maybe just uh, Jason Kroon was involved on that play. Um, I can't remember exactly what happened, but we we had a a shot in the end zone that didn't work out where the game could have been closer or something like that. But I remember coming out of that Oklahoma game and thinking, okay, we can can do some damage this year. We can be good. And that's a game Tennessee lost by 24. (laughs) Uh, Now, that Oklahoma team, again, not a one-to-one comparison. They were much better than this West Virginia team should be. But if Tennessee loses by 9 in this game, again, I I think we're going to come out of it saying, okay, we can we can beat Florida one and two, we can we can um we can invest in this team. We can watch this team maybe not against Alabama, but we can watch this team week to week with the expectation that they're going to have a chance to win. So I, I think those are the things that that a close game, even if you don't win, a, a close game will provide you with those sorts of things.
0: Yeah, it it not only would be a a big uh win if we won or a sort of a you know nobody likes the term moral victory but uh you know some validation um it 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 wouldn't just be a big win if it happened it would also be validation of the hope you know that we're wanting to put into Pruitt that oh we made the right decision and uh we we can expect good things maybe not against Florida this year or or whatever but uh we, we can expect good things over the next couple of years. That'd be a big thing. So anything you want to add to that before I cut you loose?
1: No, I, I think it's, uh, again, I, I feel like I have been more level. We should all be, you know, now by now, after all these coaching yeah. changes and all this, I, I don't, I don't feel like this is again, the, the line is nine and a half or 10 people that are totally unbiased. S and P, like I say, he's got it down to four and a half. I mean, this isn't crazy talk. It's, Hey, we're gonna go play a team that we're between four and a half and ten points, an underdog too, on a neutral field with a brand new coach. Who knows what's gonna happen? But uh, I, I think there's enough uh, possibility that this isn't this isn't crazy talk. It's not grasping at straws. It's a like I say, you play it ten times. I think Tennessee wins three, and you hope that Saturday turns into turns into one of those three.
0: All right, well, that'll do it for uh, this edition of the Game Day on Rocky Top Podcast. Uh, follow us, uh, subscribe via iTunes or SoundCloud, give us a rating, give us a review. Uh, bonus points for using the word m- r- Mamma Mia. I don't know. Well, I, just, I just was in the mood to give bonus points. and I, Sure. And I started down that road before I thought it out. That's so right. mama mia it is you use the word mama mia you get bonus points it's like whose line is it anyway you know the points don't matter but hey there they are so anyway that'll do it uh, we will have actually a another podcast uh, or two this week we're going to be doing fewer but more often and uh, the next one will be with brad probably go uh, live on uh, tuesday or wednesday so stick around for that Subscribe. Be sure to read all week. We're in the game mode starting uh, tomorrow morning, uh, Monday morning. And so for Will Shelton, I'm Joel Hollingsworth, and this has been the Game Day on Rocky Top Podcast. (laughs) (laughs) I wonder how many uh, many season tickets Dave Ramsey has canceled just on his own. You can't put them on the
1: credit card right. Should have should have asked him that. But uh, I've met him a couple of times. I should have asked him either of those times. But alas, it has not it has not worked out. So,
0: yeah. how many lives has he ruined? <laughs> it's just, yeah.